Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Amy, good morning to you. Morning, how are you? Good. Now, since 2019, Jody has had 18 surgeries. The poor kid. Yeah, that's only spinal. That's just spinal outside of any other surgery she's had. Crikey. In total, she's had 56. Tell me about her. Oh, she's a gem. She's very funny. But, like, life gets in the way. Her condition gets in her way, you know. Waiting lists, things that happen to her, they all get in the way. As much as you want your your child to be normal. You have to wait for these things when they get sick. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not fair, but what can you do? And you what, know, I just, we just do what we can. What does she need right now, for example? Right now, we're a year and a half in waiting for a neurologist to see her. We're three years waiting for a standard eye test, which has to be done through the hospital because she needs drops and everything else put in because of her brain condition. We can't just go to spec savers. Um, we've been three years for the eye test urology which is kidney and bladder two years at least yeah and they're just all standards very standard to do with kids with spina bifida you know they're not now the ordinary tell me a little bit tell listeners who wouldn't know a little bit about spina bifida the name gives the impression it's a spinal problem entirely but it affects many many parts of the body doesn't it Oh, absolutely. Like, do you know, like people, like myself, when I had Jodie, I didn't understand, I didn't know what spina bifida was. Mm. I, she was born and I didn't know that she was a sick baby when I was pregnant. So I was told, your baby will not walk, she will not talk, she will be blind and she will be deaf. Basically, she will do nothing for herself. Mm. Now, I have to say, she she cannot walk, she will never ever walk in her whole life. But she can see, she can speak, she can feed herself. She is tube-fed for some things because she has sensory issues. But spina bifida affects your brain, your kidneys, your bladder, your heart, your spine. It affects everything. Like a lot of, a lot of kids, scoliosis, they have hydrocephalus. It's fluid around the brain. It causes brain damage. Depends on what, how much fluid there is. You know, you can get very sick from it. Like, I mean, Jodie nearly died from sepsis in her brain that got into her shunt which is put in her brain to help her drain the fluid you know yeah. now, we yeah. put these things into our children yeah. to help she, she has a, a shunt explain what a shunt is a shunt is inserted into their brain um, and it's fed through the inside your body down to your tummy um, to drain the excess fluid that gathers around 
mm. people's brains that have hydrocephalus. Okay. Very good, but very dangerous. Yeah. But yeah. it has to be in there. Yeah. And can it get infected and stuff? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like she's got, she had meningitis when she was 13 months. She ended up with sepsis in it when she was about five. She was actually in hospital for six months because we could not get rid of the sepsis. We went from Cork and we ended up in Temple Street. And I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many shunts she had put in and out that time because they just could not get rid of it. Yeah. It's, it's very dangerous. And the surgeries on her back, like you say, since 2019, and bearing in mind that's been through two years of a pandemic as well, what has she had to have done on her back in the last couple of years? She has scoliosis, so it got worse, um, kind of 2018-ish. And like that, they said, oh, we'll operate soon. So it was 2019, she got her rods put in, spinal rods, which is the first step in some kids' um, scoliosis treatment. It's two rods either side of your spine inserted in um, to straighten up your spine, and then they're lengthened every couple of months by a magnet. Jodie had the magic rods, they're called. So then when the kids grow, which happens, Jodie will hit puberty, she grew too fast. She had to get her spine fused. And we had to wait 12 months for that as well. Does like she, the rods does weren't she, even does working. she have pain, Amy? Well, at the moment, she is 11 months post-op and she still has some bit of an open wound on her spine because her skin broke open. Oh my God. In, coming in last year. Now she is good. Now, thank God, she is very good right now. But we're still in the middle of like trying to get it to heal. It's like kids with spina bifida have no healing at all, especially in areas like that around their back, down their legs, their skin. They have no circulation. It doesn't heal well. Mm. So she probably so, like, needs a skin graft, does she? Well, at the moment, no. We're hoping not because like a skin graft probably would not take to her skin because her circulation is so bad. Oh so we're hoping that it will just heal itself, but it's, it's going to take another six months of dress, dressings and little pumps and things like that. But it just takes that long. Okay. Wish kids with spina bifida because their healing is, it's not normal. Like, you know, it's terrible, Poor but thing. it just takes longer than normal. And she needs a cardiologist? Yeah, well, she's under one since she's born. Um, haven't seen them in a while. You know, she's been good. Mm. Touch wood. Really, really been good. But like as she gets older, some things just happen. She's going blue around her mouth and her eyes, which happened before. Said no problem, ring will send you an appointment. I rang and oh yeah, you have to ring another doctor to get a referral for this doctor because you hasn't see, haven't seen him in a couple of years. I was like, help me out here now, like you have to do everything yourself. Basically, the health service is not going to help you. So you rang for an appointment. What your child is turning blue. You ring for an appointment yeah. and they tell you, you need to get a referral for this appointment. Yeah. What, mind you, from a doctor in the same hospital. You know, it's not from Cork to Dublin, right? same hospital. But like that, that will tell you like how, comp like how people make things complicated. You know, like some people that have normal children, like not kids like our kids. They've said, oh, they have this appointment. No, they're flying in this appointment. But they don't understand. We're after being on the phone for six months trying to get this appointment, yes. fighting with people. You know, like, doesn't come easy. But people are like, oh, should they get that now? And they're not waiting that long for that. No, they're not. Mm. You know, we fight for these things. You, you, and I mean, on. that's on top of mm. that's on top of having a sick child to look for after 
Yeah. And a lot of people are 24-7 like myself. You you come under this new progressing disability services umbrella. Uh, I, I've yet to hear anybody singing their praises. What's your experience? Oh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> we have, because Jodie attends um, a special needs school, we stayed under in Able Ireland, which was okay. No, don't wrong, I won't wrong them. Jodie got her new wheelchair. There was a bit of a wait. She needed it. We were waiting six months for it, but she got it and the girls were fantastic. Any other service? No, nothing. Um, the wait, I mean, I know people with kids with different disabilities to Jodie. They have nothing. And I mean, they might have kids that like need urgent physio, speech therapy, OT. They have nothing. Their kids have regressed. And it's an absolute disgrace. Like, it's very unfair. These are only children. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, like, that's the, the help is meant, that's meant to be the help for these children. And they're not getting nothing. Like, some kids have forgot to talk again. You know, some kids have, their, phys- their physio has been caught there. Their limbs have been damaged. You know, it's it's very unfair. Mm. But there's, it's just, I don't know why they've done it. I just think it was ridiculous. I'll now, be honest. How are you? Who looks after Mammy? Well, myself. Well, my parents. My parents are fantastic. Mm. My friends, they're brilliant. My family. I have, like, we have a very close family, so, no, we're, um, we're grand. Like, Jodie's 13 now, like, she has the attitude of a 13 year so she will tell you what's on it. Okay. And she will tell you if she needs something, you know. So it's good in that way she can talk, but then other ways you're kind of going... I wish some days she'd just be quiet, you know, because she never shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that, that's kind of part of being thirteen, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, do you get? I mean, clearly, there's 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 twenty four hour or a part, almost twenty four hour care involved here. Like, do, do you do you ever get a break? When was the last night you got? A, when was the last time you got a bit of a pampering in a night away kind of thing? Or can you? Oh, I couldn't go, like, right, as it stands right now, I couldn't go away for a night out, uh, like, a night away. I can go out for a few hours, my parents and mine are, mm. but I'll have to come home again. How come is but, it? But, like, I couldn't go away. There's no, uh, is, is there, are there things that need to be done that only you can do kind of thing? Yeah, like, I need to do meds and things like that, and my mom and dad are in their 60s, it's not fair, and I wouldn't land it on them, you know? sure. They've, they've raised their kids now. They love her to bits. But a lot of this is medical stuff and they're there for the fun stuff, not this stuff. Yeah. You know, so, it's, and she's like, she's not a small child either. Like, you know, so she's very hard to maneuver her and she can't move herself. Like, she can't even sit up by herself. Mm-hmm. She can't dress herself. You know, small things like that, people would kind of say, oh, is she lovely knowing her clothes? Yeah, because I spent, I took 20 minutes to put on that pants. Yeah. Because she can't move her legs, you know. Yeah. People don't see the behind the scenes with it at all. No. no. And that's the scary part. Like, people are very naive. And, like, I'm not shy about telling people. I don't care. Like, I'm just going to say, look, oh, no, like, she doesn't look, or she looks well or whatever. But I was like, oh, no, she's not well at all. Yeah. Don't presume. Ask. Mm-hmm. But don't be rude. You know, that's the thing. Some people can be rude. Do you worry about the future, Amy? I mean, she's 13 now and, you know, you're you're there for her. All, all, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's just me and Jodie. She's my daughter. She's my best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, these, like, these conditions, these are serious conditions and these are dangerous conditions that, my, like, my daughter has. Like, a lot of spina bifida children. Mm-hmm. So, like, every time she gets sick, you wonder. You know, you always have that little thing in the back of her head. Is mm-hmm. this it? 
Yeah. You know, it could be something small, yeah. but it could turn into something big because mm. that's just mm. what happens, you know? You, you must have been breaking it about COVID, were you? Oh, I was at home. Yeah. We didn't, I say Jodie didn't talk to me for about a week. She was like, get me out of the house. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because she was waiting on this big spinal surgery for her fusion. So I had to be very careful. So now she's done now 11 months. Like we're up and down to come in over the last 11 months all the time. Mm-hmm. Like where we spent nine weeks up there and then once a week till August for surgery and then up and down every couple of weeks again. Like for, now we're gone to kind of six weeks. But like I don't have a choice but to go into a hospital and people are like, well, COVID, no, no. I was like, I have to go and see the doctor. Mm. You know, I have to go there. You know, I have to travel up the country. I have to see these people. Yeah. You know, so... Amy, what can you're you do? Great. Like? You're great. And I know she is too. And I know you, you do anything you want for your child. You do anything your child wants for them. But but you're great. And, and, and good to talk to you. We just want to talk to some people who are in a situation like, like Amy's because I think we tend to forget about them. Uh, and we never should. Thank you very much, Amy. Oh, and best of luck to Jody. Corks 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.